Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the legendary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be here to help you be the best version of you that you can be. I'm glad you're here, so let's get to it. Hey, what's going on? It's Johnny King, and welcome to this episode of the show. I'd like to take a moment and tell you one of my life's greatest fears, and that is that I have always feared getting to the end of my life and then looking back on it uh, with all the what ifs. You know, I fear looking back at my life and seeing how much potential I had, but then how much of it I wasted by avoiding either the pain of failing or avoiding the pain of embarrassing myself and maybe caring too much about the opinions of others. And so along those lines, I want to read a quick little excerpt from a book that I absolutely love called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. And it's a Christian-based book, and um, it's really, really powerful if you are open to, you know, Christian beliefs, um, and that sort of thing. And this is from page 40. It says, Our local zoo had for years one of the biggest African lions I've ever seen. It's a huge male, nearly 500 pounds, with a wonderful mane and absolutely enormous paws. Panthera Leo, the king of the beasts. Sure, he was caged, but I'm telling you, the bars offered small comfort when you stood within six feet of something that is any other situation saw you as an easy lunch. Honestly, I felt I ought to shepherd my boys past him at a safe distance as if he could pounce on us if he really wanted to. Yet, he was my favorite, and whenever the others would wander off onto the monkey house or the tigers, I'd double back just for a few more minutes in the presence of someone so powerful and noble and deadly. Perhaps it was fear mingled with admiration. Perhaps it was simply with that my heart broke for the big old cat. This wonderful, terrible creature should have been out roaming the savanna, ruling his pride, sticking and striking fear into the heart of every wildebeest, bringing down zebras and gazelles whenever the urge seized him. But instead, he spent hour after hour, day after day, night after night, alone in a cage smaller than your bedroom. His food served to him through a little metal door, Sometimes late at night, after the city had gone to sleep, I would hear his roar come down from the hills. It sounded not so much fierce, but rather mournful. During all of my visits, he never once looked me in the eye, and I desperately wanted him to. I wanted him, for the sake, to stare me down and would have loved it if he had took a swipe at me. But he just lay there, weary, with that deep weariness that comes from boredom, taking shallow breaths rolling now and then from side to side. And for years of living in a cage, a lion no longer even believes it's a lion, and a man no longer believes he is a man. I really enjoy that. That that whole expert really hit me because, you know, honestly, my biggest problem up to the age of 30 was exactly that. I, I had rarely risked anything in my life. I was always taught to kind of ensure that I had something to fall back on, you know, to, to make sure that I had a safety net and, and a, more or less a fallback option. And the funny thing is 
that ever since my life more or less imploded at 30 years old, I realized I had spent most of my life avoiding failing. I had never fully committed to anything in my life. And so I learned a very valuable lesson, which is that nothing in life really is worthwhile unless you're willing to take risks and to avoid, you know, or not to avoid, but to fail forward. And so that kind of became my new mantra throughout my 30s when I became an entrepreneur and starting various businesses. And it was, was that I was going to fail forward. Now, I've taken on that new approach to life, one where I acknowledge that if I'm going to fall, I don't want to fall back on anything. I want to make sure that I fall forward or better said, I want to fail forward. Now, Nelson Mandela once said, there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that's less than the one you're capable of living. That for me resonates deeply. Um, because honestly, like I said, for the first 40 or 30 years of my life, everything I had done had been calculated. I had weighed out the pros and cons. And I guess ironically enough, I felt like I was more or less wasting my life away. Uh, and I wondered, you think there's any coincidence that my greatest fear was having so much potential. And yet up to that point in my life at 30 years old, I actually felt like I was a complete waste of it. So, uh, it wasn't until more recently that I think I, I guess, recognized and put together that there's a polarity, there's a balance between taking risks and then living to your full potential, right? And I've said that in past episodes, like a muscle in the gym will never reach its full potential and grow unless you put resistance or unless you're really willing to risk going to failure, going to the point where you can no longer lift anymore and someone has to help you, right? That's where you're actually going to get the most growth. And that, that metaphor holds true in everyday life. And so I just never realized how risking failure was exactly what I needed personally as a man to feel like I was growing, to feel like I was worthy, to feel like uh, I, I would have, you know, to grow my own sense of esteem, my self-esteem for myself. So that's exactly it. The key for me personally, though, is that for me to risk, I had to feel deeply passionate about it. Like I couldn't just go get a job just to have a job. I couldn't just go make money to go make money. I couldn't just, you know, date someone just to date someone. I had to have some passion and some feeling behind it. Um, Because if the passionate feelings that were to drive me to take risks weren't there, then I wouldn't care enough to even go for it. And um, it makes me think of the, I guess the quote that Jim Rohn said that if you are not willing to risk the unusual, then you're just going to have to settle for the ordinary. And that (laughs) certainly scares me. Uh, Or another way you could say it is the person who risks nothing achieves nothing, right? So you must fail forward. Like every failed experiment is one step closer to success. And if you truly believe that, then the, the risk of going for a dream or a goal is absolutely worth it. If you're, if you're more scared, if you're more focused on uh, the what ifs, if you fail, well then surely you'll never take any risks. Um, (laughs) another saying that I think of is an old saying that says, if, if you hang around the barbershop long enough, Sooner or later, you're going to get a haircut. 
And I think the point is that every person that's listening to my voice right now, you have the skills and you have the tools to succeed. But do you have the guts to fail? If you don't fail, then you're not risking enough. But if you fail often enough, aka if you hang around the barbershop long enough, sooner or later you're going to get your hair cut. Sooner or later you're going to succeed. So, you know, to get something that you've never had, you're going to have to do something you've never done. And I, and I think about that often because I'm like, oh gosh, I, I, I feel this anxiety coming up in me. But that, that to me is the signpost of like, okay, that I'm on the, I'm on the right uh, trajectory here. Because sometimes failure is the best way to figure out where you're going because your life will never be a straight path. It'll literally be, literally be a, a series of zigs and zags that'll largely be directed by the lessons of your failings. So kind of to wrap this up, you know, taking risk is not just about, let's say, going for a job or uh, risking asking somebody out. It's, it's more uh, or also just about listening, I guess, to that little voice inside you that's beckoning you to become more, right? It's that, it's that little voice in your head, and, and I'm not talking about the one who's trying to protect you uh, by telling you to play it safe or, you know, that beats you up and kind of beats you into submission. I'm really talking about the other one that says it believes in you, that says that you were meant for, for more than you're currently demonstrating. It's the voice. That's the voice that you truly need to tap into, right? So much easier said than done, but you have to be intentional about listening to that voice and capturing that. And for me, it took writing those things down. Like when I'm feeling in an empowered state, what are the things that I'm feeling and saying to myself? And I need to write those things down and capture that because I want to know who that guy is. I want to get to know that guy a lot more and imbibe a lot more of that. So let that little voice, the voice that believes in you, let that voice be your guide and be willing to risk. You've got to give everything you've got and to remember that the best way to do life is to fail forward. So thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to catching up with you for the next episode. And I hope you're having an amazing day. And that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd share it on your favorite social platform. It also really helps to get the word out if you subscribe and leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Something you think we could be doing better? I love constructive feedback as it's always welcome. And please feel free to email me at podcast at johnnyking.com with any questions or concerns. I'm also available on Instagram at johnnyking or on facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been awesome. And we'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Peace.